Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the live podcast episode of Tell Your Story Podcast, episode three. Uh, so my name is Quanzel Wyatt. Uh, so today, our guest will be Austin Kirken- Kirkendall. Uh, hopefully I, I said his last name right. Um, but uh, with, uh, um, he'll be sharing his story on um, being physically abused uh, a, long t- uh, a couple years back, and we'll be sharing his story. Um, and to, uh, to also, before we also uh, dive into that, uh, we have been also sent a graphic that me and him will react to. Um, so uh, let me introduce you to Austin. Austin, say hi. Hello. All right. So uh, I'm going to share my screen. So uh, before, before I delve into the reaction, uh, Austin, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself, uh, what you do, all that other stuff, um, and why you, you want to share your story on here. Um, well, so to start off, I am a marketing major here at Eastern, a communication minor. Um, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty broad question to ask. I did not, I was not prepared to explain about myself, but, uh, I just, I like to play video games in my off time. I like to do, I'm, I'm in kind of a transition right now cause I just found some stuff out medically. So I am transitioning into finding new ways to new hobbies, new this, new that. Um, and yeah, I, uh, come from, a good family of four, uh, really laid back home life. So yeah, marketing major. I work at, um, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I was definitely not prepared for this. So, uh, it's all good. Uh, so I honestly think athletes and whoever the heck, if they, you know, they do it, they get treated like everybody else because you know, the moment that somebody, Steps in a courtroom, that ain't gonna matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, that is not gonna matter. Mm-hmm. That is not gonna matter. For sure. Um, so, uh, with that said, we're gonna transition into your story, sharing your story um, on on this podcast. So, um, you can start whenever you're ready, Austin. Alrighty. Um, alrighty. So. Um, give me water real quick. So, before I start, I wanted to start off with a quote. Um, the abuser's double life might look perfect. The person there at home compared to their public persona is a wicked change. Uh, this statement means everything to me as my abuser had a double life. You may not see this picture perfect person as an abuser, but there's always more than meets the eye, like the iceberg picture. Mm-hmm. When this happened, after the fact, only a few had believed me, and that is because the abuser lived a double life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's get into it. Uh, so just to start off uh my ex was really upset with me this morning because i had bumped into her and it messed up her drying nails she was she was upset with me for that i left the room for class uh because 
because I was like, oh crap, you know, I made somebody mad. I'm just gonna leave. Uh, she called me back and said, hey, you know, can you come back? And I, in my head, I was like, okay, I forgot a water bottle, so mm-hmm. might as well go back in. Um, and like, I went down to, okay, so just as uh, I went down to pick up the water bottle. Um, and as I'm like bent down, you know, way high, uh, I get hit across the head with an open fist on the back of my head. Um, I reacted by standing up and asking like what the problem was. Uh, for a day we argued because uh, she didn't think she was in the wrong and I did. And the following day she broke up with me after the breakup. Uh, I told her to be prepared to get into contact with authorities because yesterday was not right. And I, I tried to talk as much as I could to explain how that was not okay. But um, I felt like I just couldn't. And as I'm moving the stuff, like my stuff out of um, her room, uh, I walked down by like the third time round. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw one of DPS walking into the room. Um, she called asking for a welfare check to try to get the jump on anything I had to report, uh, mm-hmm. which was cause I mentioned it. So yeah, uh, the school ended up moving me to downing for a week because she was an RA and couldn't be moved. And since I was a student, and because they didn't really know exactly what happened, uh, mm-hmm. there were no witnesses around. Uh, so, um, yeah, the police report came back, and it said I was the victim, and and she stated on the police report that she was standing behind me, uh she's standing behind me and she went to reach for me and as i stood up she tapped my head tapped um and that yeah uh tapped me um which i disagree with uh the following week i was given the option to move elsewhere or stay in wise. Uh, Mm -hmm. And because of everything that happened, I chose to stay in wise because I wanted to stand up to this person. I didn't want to run away from the situation, even though it was scary. And even though I was terrified pretty much, um, Mm -hmm. I still did not want to run away and forget about it mm-hmm. uh and upon like my return to wise i felt stared at by the community while i was gone for the week i stayed in downing uh mm-hmm. she had spread malicious rumors while i was staying in downing uh and when i get when i had gotten back it felt like i was looked at different um They moved her to Brown and Mudson to be an RA there. 
she was not fired and disciplinary action was not taken. During this time as well, Title IX had reached out to me and mm. with everything going on, I just, I could not like focus on school and mm -hmm. focus on this and that. So, um, and I also heard that uh, Melanie Warner did not listen to survivor stories. And after the experience, I just couldn't talk about it without reliving it. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to get over it. I could not, um, yeah, I could not. Yeah. Um, I had school to focus on and was not strong enough to continue. So I called it, I called it off. I said, I didn't mm -hmm. want to do it. Um, because in the beginning, I asked, you know, like, all right, like this happened to me and they described the situation as well. We don't know if you or hers in the wrong, so we're going to talk. And I was very scared because if she already convinced the police that she tapped me instead of the other thing, I was very scared that another, you know, there's going to be more lying and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. So I just chose to not go with it. Uh, and to this day, um, you know, Eastern is still covered up many acts, not just mine, mm -hmm. many of abuse on their campus. Um, and it's just tragic. It's really just stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, so this has affected me tremendously, especially mm -hmm. when meeting new people on campus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Normal people, you know, maybe somebody I normally would be interested interested to talk to, mm -hmm. uh, get to know on campus, because I like to think of myself as a friendly person. I try to be. Mm -hmm. uh, my first thought now is like how my story and like abuse and PTSD, I guess, I don't know, mm -hmm. uh, would affect somebody because it's just very dark to go through something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Whether it be physical, sexual, it's just dark, 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 dark. Um, and if you have not gone through it, it's it's a darkness that I feel almost like I, I'm putting baggage on somebody that I don't, like it's not their problem, it's my mm -hmm. problem. Uh, if I'm and I feel like if I'm the only one in this darkness, then nobody will have to feel the way I felt because I don't want nobody to feel like that. Uh, mm -hmm. um, these events have made it even scarier to get close to anybody. I have a hard time reaching out and trying to form close. I just kind of would like somebody to get close with me because it's, terrifying for me to get close with anybody now mm -hmm. um the yeah these events have made it scary to get close to someone before because when you see what a person can be capable of in that regard i guess it's it's really just like dang mm -hmm. like if this person can do it then this person can. And mm -hmm. if that person can, then that person can. And if that person can, then everybody can. Mm -hmm. um, when in reality, the next person is a sweetheart and the next person is another sweetheart. And yeah. 
you know, it's really just all in my head. Um, but or under the iceberg that people don't see that is really just scary, you know, and a lot of times like I'll like not say the wrong thing, but I'm so scared of like messing up that I'll say the wrong thing just to make sure that the relationship doesn't work almost I'll self-sabotage it on purpose because I don't want to get to that point I don't want to get so close to lose mm -hmm. something or you know I don't know it's I don't know um mm -hmm. and to this day I shy away from asking like deep questions like if I see you know if somebody makes a comment that it's like, okay, I could ask a question about that. I just don't. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, nobody, not nobody, but most don't really do that to me. So mm -hmm. I just kind of treat people the way they treat me or stuff. Um, and not only that, but like getting to know someone's heart too, because I lose interest like fast because it's mm -hmm. almost like it, like like one small switch and I just feel threatened or scared again. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not anybody's fault. It's nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. But that's the hard part is everybody either views it as their fault or the people that don't want it to be their fault make it your fault. And they kind of like flip the table on you. Mm -hmm. um, and not only the word, the word, I'd say the worst is maintaining a relationship because like I said, I've seen the worst, I've seen the worst outcome. So, um, and I just, like I said, fear it ever happening again. Um, definitely pushes me away from friendships. Uh, as I have a hard time like staying happy due to the mm -hmm. fact that and being the happy go lucky guy I used to be. Because, uh, like, it just seems like everything is so serious now. Like, people try to joke with me, and it's really hard because mm -hmm. I don't really like it. It, it sucks because I wish I could take a joke like I used to, but I can't. Um, everything is just so serious. Like, because mm -hmm. I never knew, I never know now who is actually making a joke or if they're just saying it to be mean and mm -hmm. not only that but if it's gonna progress uh, mm -hmm. into something else because you know i mean some jokes can be taken offensively and you mm -hmm. know if it's taken offensively it could be seen as like you know not emotional abuse directly but mm -hmm. you know an abusive thing and well, if a joke's abusive, then it, that's just square run. And if you mm -hmm. allow that, then you allow the person to think that it's okay to do the next thing. And then by the time you know it, you know, you're in it. And mm -hmm. you don't even know how to get out because you've, it's been a slow thing. And that's why it's so, it's just, I, it's, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, Again, as a as a guy, um, how hard how hard was it to even report this incident 
because I imagine you're just probably thinking in your head, like, oh, man, like, people probably won't believe me because I'm a guy and stuff. And, like, how was that whole entire, like, how was that whole entire uh, experience for you and having to deal with that, having to report, you know, all these things and stuff? Um, well, obviously, it's, you know, it's very scary because mm -hmm. the moment that you claim something, you fear retaliation mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it's, or not, you know, but uh, because it's just very scary to, you know, fear retaliation because if the other person, like I said, lies and says something else, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you're now on the opposite end of what you were trying to speak up about. Mm -hmm. um, not only that, but like, I firmly believe that, I mean, you know, the definition of, well, not the definition, but an like aggravated assault or non-aggravated assault or things of that nature does not include male or female or non-binary any gender specification it's mm -hmm. a single word of consent yeah and if nobody wants to be touched you don't touch them mm -hmm. like very simple uh yes very simple um now obviously i did not wake up that day and say hey don't hit me over the head <laughs> you know and then all of a sudden bam but uh i just think that you know the fact that people can objectively look at it as male or female is just like ignorant is all get out so ignorant and if not only that but it's naive because you're just you're being naive about the situation because you're missing the facts mm -hmm. over your opinion. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're selectively choosing to be naive rather than, you know, believe story. Mm -hmm. um, thankfully I did have support from a few officers that, you know, were like, you know, it happens, you know, mm -hmm. to everybody. Not just mm -hmm. if you're male or female. Um, it happens to everybody. It's just, I, f I definitely know that, you know, they definitely, like, males are looked at as like, oh, be strong, be this, be that, bottle it mm -hmm. up. Um, you know, why are you... Uh, why are you complaining? Right. You know, yeah. why are you crying about right. it? And, yeah, you know, just show, uh, showing feminine, feminine qualities that you know, sure, masculineness, you know, sure, yeah, exactly. And not only that, but uh, like, like I said, it, it's just one word is consent. And that consent does not involve female, male, female, male, non-binary, whatever, you know, we're whatever you so choose to be that does not 
and that is not the definition of consent you know no certain gender owns that word or doesn't own or you know mm -hmm. is more believable in a sense it's just you know and not only that but i was really just like really scared for future people i guess mm -hmm. like i was like like me i mm -hmm. yes it affects me it's scary um it's very scary to me but i was like i said i try to put that away because i want to fix the problem itself mm. and that is like thinking hitting somebody's okay like mm -hmm. you know it's just yeah not, <laughs> not yeah. even hitting but mm -hmm. just touching of any kind um mm -hmm. it's always best to ask mm -hmm. you know oh, yeah and so with that said what what is your biggest hope and uh what what do you want to see change within like the next five years in terms of like the idea of like consent males being um, physically abused and stuff like that like what would you like to see happen whether it's a change of ideas change of policy um or what have you like what 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 do you hope for and want to happen um well, uh, as far as like, could you repeat that, please? Uh, so, uh, you yeah. kind of asked like three questions there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll start with the first one. So, first one is, what is your hope for the next five years? Um, well, I hope people start looking more into the iceberg. I understand that there are... Uh, you know, people that have either been through the same or under the same umbrella of abuse mm -hmm. that just don't want people to ask, don't want people to talk about it. And that's yeah. fine. Um, that's okay. But some people have a hard time even talking about it in general. Mm -hmm. And because for me, I just, every time I talk about it, it's like I relive it. It's very mm -hmm. vivid. It happened three years ago. Um, and it's still like, like clear as day to me, um, mm -hmm. what happened and everything. Uh, so I personally like it, it's, I don't want to think about it, but it's good for me to talk about it. So yeah. if somebody is like, you know, more direct and more, you know, directness, um, mm -hmm. I guess like, what I would hope to see is just people being more open and hearing and listening mm -hmm. about it instead of looking at it as like, oh, this person's quiet, so I'm just not going to bother them. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that person is going through something that you have no idea about, and maybe, you know, you could be the person that changes their day. Mm -hmm. um, you know? all of a sudden the person's not sitting in the corner anymore and they're out right next to you and they're happy, you know? you Because mm -hmm. some people just lose that bridge to, yeah. you know, be able to express it or talk about it. And so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. next question. Uh, the next question then is, uh, so what, 
what would you like to see change happen within our community? Um, because we are a part of the same community, um, and like the policies that are put in place when it when it is in regards to reporting and stuff. Um, what do you have searched up the policies? I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Really public, like poli- I mean, besides laws and stuff, of mm-hmm. course, but um, you know, I would like to see more people in the community, like not shy away from mental illness, check on people more. Mm-hmm. That's a big one is check on people more. Yeah. Uh, not just check on the people that are okay and you know that are already happy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I definitely would want to see more mental health awareness for sure because mm-hmm. it, you know, we're in it, you know, like I know, for instance, when I first got in the community, I, uh, I tried to message a couple people or, and got no, me- no answers back. And it was not no answers back, but, um, it's just rough because like you try to reach out and mm-hmm. cause like a lot of the people that I've known around you know, the college's community is either commuting, mm-hmm. gone, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, the small community that we're in, um, you know, I look at, because if anybody reached out to me, you know, I would try my best to be there for them, talk to them, mm-hmm. hear them out, listen, maybe even relate. Obviously mm-hmm. not to 100%, but, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody, if you're not the only one, knowing that somebody is by your side that has, you know, experienced mm-hmm. darkness. Um, it's a, it's a pretty powerful thing. And a lot of people don't talk about it as much. And mm-hmm. it's, it's sad because it's real stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's like Hollywood, you know, like, yeah nobody really talks about this stuff in Hollywood either. So, yeah. Uh, so, so definitely like more awareness and more like activism from the community, especially, you know, since like, you know, there's, there's change that really does need to happen, but it takes a, it's just a community effort at this point too. Um, yeah. So um, it, it's, it's, it's rough, <laughs> especially like, you know, um, being at this, being at this point now, where like you know, this is like the third episode, you know, starting this up. Um, sure. It is definitely hard, and it can be very lonely. Um, but there are people, you know, that are there and want to support and do all these things too. Um, but there's also like that, like standpoint of like you know, people are busy, people are focused on like their one only little life thing. Like also too, like we're we're connected with so much stuff today, and like can only handle so much at a time too. So I think. It's like it, I think it's just really is about figuring out how to make people care effectively, and how they can help, and how they can help be a part of that. You know, be a part well, of that. One thing that I've noticed is, I think a lot of people don't know how to support. Yeah. 
that's I, I why. Know. Like, I think people just don't know how. And yeah. they're afraid to admit it. And honestly, if somebody came up to me and was like, you know, I don't know how to support this, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's like, means a lot more than just thinking it to yourself and walking so, away. Yeah. Um, like, because yeah. thinking that you acknowledge it is not doing it. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely think, you know, like knowing how to support is a big thing because mm-hmm. of the fact that, um, you know, we all have our different coping mechanisms. We all have our different ways to cope. We all react differently. Nobody wants to go up to somebody that's having a bad day and get yelled at, of course, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, make something worse or anything, but, yeah. uh, I do think though that, you know, if you don't even know, you know, if somebody, if you go up to somebody and somebody, you know, gives you like a, you know, a negative response, well, mm-hmm. that's your way of knowing that that person is probably not the best, you know what I mean? You might want to wait or mm-hmm. something like that or, but, uh, you know, the excuse of not even trying is, you know, hard and it's not, and I, like I said, it's really hard for me because I've, it's hard for me to even support too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to support because, you know, everybody just wants to make somebody feel better, right? That's mm-hmm. the end goal. That's the end goal is just make somebody feel better. But a lot of people don't realize is like things like abuse and trauma, they can't be fixed. Yeah. So um, that's why I say support because... Mm-hmm. It's definitely very important. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely think that there needs to be like a mental health push or Mm -hmm. mental health awareness or, uh, you know, just like we're community. Like we shouldn't be afraid of each other. should not but i understand that you know um you know with my abuse story you know being afraid of said person and if somebody else is in the community that was abused or abusive i understand that that's impossible mm-hmm. <laughs> like to you know be like that because personally for me i just i cannot be in the same space room anytime like I've even seen people look like my mm-hmm. abuser and it just is like, like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Um, mm-hmm. And so what, I have a question for you. What ideas would you may have for um, improvement, I guess, or something like that? Well, I mean, for starters, this uh, podcast, you know, cause you know, I, you know, sure. it, again, it, it is that definitely that question of, like, how can I help with your support? So this is definitely the position of that. Um, but also uh, just want to, you know, one of my things I want to do, which I still want to do, is a 5K to bring awareness to sexual assault um, and stuff um, and really have it be, like, a year-round thing for people to be a part of, too. 
especially in our own community too, because I feel like no one really has done that, and there hasn't been anything like that before. In terms of like, you know, we, you know, we have we do have like the color run that they do, and it's only any for a Pride Month, uh, but never any, but never any of the sense of like building a 5K for sexual assault awareness and having that be a continuous thing. But like, you know, now that the, these things have happened, you want this to still be in people's minds, no matter how long it takes. You know, especially because, like, at the end of the day, like, this is a very big and pervasive issue that affects everyone. Um, not only that, too, just hearing your, like, story of, like, um, being a physically abused and stuff like that. Like, creating, like, again, like, space, whether it's, like, you know, a shelter or, like, maybe even, like, per, like find some sort of way for people to make the most meaningful change, too. You know, because I feel like everyone wants to make many meaningful change. I think it's just the fact that no one knows how to necessarily how to do it. Yeah. 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 Um, It's a a very roundabout thing. I haven't, I thought of an idea on the spot. Um, I remember going to this thing a couple years ago. I want to say it was like probably right after everything happened. And uh, it was like a poetry slam thing. But, because, uh, you know, I'll be honest, 5K is awesome to me. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to prepare for that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, for me personally, there, you know, everybody, like I said, has their different ways of coping. Some people just go work it out. Um, mm-hmm. I try to write it out. Uh, mm-hmm. And some people that is their way of coping is just writing out, writing out their feelings, maybe putting it in a poem style. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe having a community night poetry slam mm-hmm. or something, you know, for people to have a safe space to let what they're going through out. It could even just be a bad day, a bad week, mm-hmm. um, you know, because one thing that, you know, I know is just that it's good to talk about it it's good to talk Mm -hmm. about it and it's good to get things out and let things out. And, uh, some, you know, and I want to, the biggest thing for me is because I personally don't feel safe. Like Mm -hmm. that is my biggest goal for everybody. I come in contact with, I come encountered with, I meet whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I want them to feel safe in a way that I would want to feel safe. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I can't be everyone's safe place, you know, mm-hmm. but I try to, you know, make a standard of somebody being a safe place for people to contact about um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, I'm not a therapist either, so Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have uh, credentials to do a lot, but a lot of people, especially for me, I don't feel comfortable talking to therapists because I don't know them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really know them on a personal level like that. So it's very like pushback for me. So if it's somebody within the community that, you know, you kind of have an idea of, um, mm-hmm. I would feel more closer reaching out to, to that person rather than, you know, like that. I don't know. It's just 
to me because I like to, I don't really like to talk about it in the first place. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like to go through the whole role of going somewhere, gaining in an office and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just all a lot of stimuli. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my biggest, my biggest goal, um, which I know a lot of people around me share too, you know, especially you too, Q, that mm-hmm. we just, especially me going through, been through abuse, like want to make this the safest possible place. And I don't even want to start, but you know, I would definitely be the forefront if I, you know, Mm -hmm. I would love to be the forefront. Obviously, you know, I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, always grieve or not grieve, but you know, want that position, Mm -hmm. but I would love to be a part of anybody that has been through or going through or something because, well, I didn't have anybody around me um, mm-hmm. when I was going through said things. So, you know, and mm-hmm. if that seems to, you know, like it's not my business, that's fine. You know, it's not mm-hmm. my business. All right. That, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just putting it on the table that, you know, there's somebody here that understands and, is here to help so mm-hmm. definitely so before we go do you have any last questions or comments or concerns uh before uh any of the stream uh whether it's a you know a quote to a person whether it's a word of affirmation um or even your even uh what you what you're gonna do uh what's the next couple things you're gonna do uh, what so what would you like to say to end off this stream um, I was just gonna say that really, I mean, that's a, that's a good, <sighs> obviously hitting people's not okay. Touching of any kind is unconsented. It's not okay. Um, cause I definitely have like yelled at people that, even it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, if you're even a guy and, you know, and I like know that you're not trying to, you know, if, even if you touch me, like, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, get hands off me. I don't like being touched. Okay. Unless, you know, it's like consented to all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. because it's a trigger. You know, it's very triggering because it's like, it just kind of is like, whoa. And it puts you back in that like hyper-focused state of, or hyper-vigilant state of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then not only that, but I guess like, if you know anybody that has um, gone through something or not, it doesn't even have to be really abuse. It's just check up on people uh, check up on people uh, check up on people and never be afraid to speak up because you know even though terrible things happen mm-hmm. and this or that speaking up don't matter if you feel guilty or not mm-hmm. speaking up is important because then something can be 
something could possibly be done about it or mm -hmm. even just getting it off your chest, letting it out. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess the biggest thing that I have to really say, though, is that, you know, if you notice like any, like not, um, not abusive behavior, but just behavior mm -hmm. that isn't the stereotypical cool, laissez-faire, laid-back person, like, mm -hmm. you know, you could still be friends. You could still talk to them. They're not different. They've just been through something. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, that's really all I got to say is that, you know, that mm -hmm. I guess there's more than meets the eye. Um, yeah. Do you have any ending questions, Q? <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. I mean, the only ending thing I'll say is that guys would like to get uh, bracelets. Uh, go check out thelovebracelet.org um, and use the code Quanzel underscore Wyatt. That's Q U A N Z E L E underscore W Y A T T. Um, now I should get 35% off of their products plus free U.S. shipping. Uh, so what is the love bracelet? Uh, they are a corp, they are a conversion of nine bracelets and, uh, different sort of products, including, uh, hoodies and stuff. Um, but also what's so great about them is that they also are, with these products, help, help raise awareness on domestic violence. Um, so, and also with this code, I do not get any of the proceeds at all or any cut or anything. This is completely free no affiliation. No, no affiliation. No affiliation. So, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing a very broke podcaster right now. <laughs> so, uh, so again, uh, so you go to the lovebracelet.org and again, use the code Quanzel underscore wife to get 35% off products plus free U.S. shipping. Uh, so, with that said, do you have any last things to say, Austin? Any more last things to say before ending this? I do have one thing, yes. Uh, yes. For me as a person to take things seriously, jokes, whatever, that doesn't mean necessarily, like, don't joke with me, or if you have something funny to talk mm -hmm. about, don't do that. That just okay. means that I have a hard time understanding it. Mm -hmm. um, and... It's been a, like, I, I have not been like introduced or exposed enough to it to feel comfortable about it mm -hmm. rather than hyper vigilant about it. Um, yeah. So I guess if you or anybody has a friend, family member that does get serious, you know, just try to explain it's not you. Um, mm -hmm. It's not you. Try to like, you know, and not only that, but, you know, make another joke like not like that but you know try to like reinforce the fact that you're not being you know yeah so the person course. can get offensive. used to it yeah offensive with your joke and yes yeah yeah um yeah. not only that yeah. but just this goes for everything like if you get like you know a negative reaction that's not your cue to quit on somebody that's your cue to you know Re maybe change it you know yeah i don't know anyways <laughs> but <laughs> but yes yes but with that said guys you hear it all from talking about sexual assault awareness what consent means to physical abuse sharing the story and to end it all 
being considerate of telling very maybe not so great jokes and understanding that people might not like your jokes and you know maybe it's a time for a different joke you never know uh but that said thank you guys for watching and if you're listening listen on spotify that's where you can also listen to this podcast as well we also have the patreon page with the same name too so there are a couple previous episodes in case you missed it as well as austin's own personal details order too so if you'd like to check that out please go to the patreon page it'd be three dollars a month to help support the channel so that way we can again get more bigger better stuff and hopefully get a lot more cool stuff so with that said Hope you guys have a good day. Austin, say bye. Adios. And uh, <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions if after you see this and you're like, oh, my God, like, t you know, I never knew you went through that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I invite anybody who wants to talk about it, who wants to ask questions or anything mm -hmm. like that. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Well, everyone have a good rest of your day.